All right, what's up, guys? It's Thursday, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. You're not Brett Oob. <laughs> yeah, where's Brett? Brett is uh, Brett is <laughs> going to be back. Uh, he he was uh, uh, had a run out, and so um, we'll have him back uh, next week. But listen, man, Perfect. great had a great show planned, and we're still going to have a wonderful uh, show as well. And uh, we were gonna there's going to be three of us here, and uh, it was it's at, least, at least it's a little less less crowded right here, man. Right. I was uh, I was going to be in the middle of it. Roll. There you go. Get our social distancing going on. Um, but hey, I tell you what, we got a good show today. Um, Mike went to work this week, and it's a little different. And I want to ask you guys to share it uh, today. We've got six of what you know. There's there's a lot, obviously, but six of the leading uh, automotive sales reps in the U.S. from different perspectives. Not just yeah. not just top numbers, but some people that are really making some headway consistently in the last three or four months. And uh, we want to ask them what, how, what are they doing precisely right now? And some of them have gained ground. And there's a really cool story with one of our guests here in just a minute, but by, by herself, she's doing 55 cars a month. Holy cremoles. That's, that's <clears throat> incredible. Yeah, and you know, I, I love when we, when we focus on salespeople on this show mm -hmm. and to have, you know, a multitude. And I think we titled the show on the blacktop. Is that right, Mike? Yep. Yep. So on the blacktop and kind of self-explanatory, but you know, I think those who are watching, uh, Dave can identify so well with, and, and kind of, you know, put themselves in the place of, you know, those who are surrounding them on the blacktop day to day, uh, same type of struggles. So when we look at these six who are doing some, some things that they'll be sharing, obviously on the show, you know, you can identify with it right away and say, Hey, what can I take from that and plug into my business to help grow my, grow my business? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we're going to bring them on in, 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 sh in shifts or groups of two so that we can really get, you know, 10 minutes with each group and kind of really delve in a little bit. And so we've, we've done our best to kind of segue them. Uh, let me, let me go over the state. So we've got record, uh, got represented here. We've got mm -hmm. West Virginia. We have Amarillo, Texas. We have Colleen, Texas. Colleen, we've been there. We've been there. Yes, we have. Uh, we have Newport Ritchie, Florida, and uh, which is a, Newport Ritchie, Florida, by the way, is one of the biggest car markets in the world. You have, you know, Friendly Kia, which is I think two or three they finished in yep. the nation. I think they're number one in the region right now. And you have Newport Ritchie, Hyundai, number, number one, one in the country. I think. I, I don't know where Sun Toyota stacks, but I know that they are. Uh, leaps and bounds, just crushing it. And of course, yeah. uh, we've got somebody from Moss Nissan, which is a huge Nissan store there. Of course, David Moss is the uh, VP, uh, David Moss Jr. And his father is the uh, owner. And we have one of their top uh, people on today. Then we have uh, St. Louis, Missouri. I mean, we've got really a, a cool uh, variety yeah. of, of people. Yeah, and that Nissan store, by the way, in Newport Ritchie, the David Moss uh, Nissan store is kind of a pilot ni uh, Nissan store. Um, it's it's called 2.0 Nissan 2.0, mm -hmm. and it you know kind of creates a digital experience for customers even in house. So they go in and they're able to do the touch pads and do that kind of stuff. It's just really a neat concept. So we'll see where that goes if that'll roll out nationwide after this. But uh, very cool store. Yeah, very very cool. And uh, so I'm excited to talk to these guys. And you know, we've uh, <clears throat> Brett and I've been talking to you know, the last few weeks, a lot of dealers and uh, it's been really good feedback, um, you know, looking and seeing from a, from a, from a top down view of what's going on at the store level. We've had some really good operators on and, you know, they've discussed strategies, but one of the things that um, we've, we've listened to and Mike's gotten some feedback um, from some of these sales reps, there are some really unique things. And some of these dealers that we're talking to, and we're trying to get some dealers uh, on the show, some of them suggested talk to my people, you know, because you know, and they're naming them. And they, these, here's what's really cool. Mm -hmm. These salespeople that are coming on were actually, uh, 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 what do you call it, nominated, so to speak, by their dealers. They were, oh, they nice. Were, yeah. So every one of these individuals, one, their owner and general manager said, hey, I want, I want to bring this person on, including David Moss and, and, um, and many, many others. And they said, I want you to talk to this person because there's some things they're doing uniquely. So we purposely didn't go out. Obviously, you got the guys like, you know, uh, Ali Rada, you know, you got, uh, you know, Frank Crenetti and guys that are just, crushing it and you know but this is really a place where i think a lot of people that are maybe at 10 you know 12 cars a month can aspire to get to that next level you might look at that 100 car plus it's like uh, this is an elephant you know if i try to eat yeah. this thing i'm gonna choke yeah no doubt they didn't start there and yeah. you know they, they grew and progressed and so these individuals have just made this leap many of them from this 15 car to 30 car to 50 car that type of deal and they're doing it in the middle of what's going on and it's and it's impressive 
Yeah, I also love the fact that, you know, um, I think in years past, you know, it was difficult for individual salespeople to get maybe the type of recognition sometimes that they deserved, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you know, you can be recognized for production in a store. But now, you know, the sales position has evolved to so much more than that. It's not right. just the production. It's lo- it's branding. It's, it's you know, how much of an audience can you attract for, for not only for yourself, but for your dealership. And, um, and you know, how much of an influence can you be and a, and a culture uh, contributor and things like that. So I think that, uh, you know, with today's social media, it's allowed really those talented people to stand out, mm-hmm. um, even if within, if they happen to be in a store where they're, maybe not feeling as recognized, it still allows them to stand out. Mm-hmm. And we've seen, we've seen, you know, uh, dealers who kind of get this part of it, uh, recruit, yeah. you know, uh, people from other places to go on and flourish. So, uh, a great opportunity for these six individuals to come on auto dealer live and, uh, really thankful to have them on. All right. Yeah. And we're going to bring them on here in just a minute. And one last thing too, you know, uh, we're looking at these individuals, you know, a couple of things happened. You know, I've noticed this as, as a person who is, who has managed and trained and worked closely with salespeople over the years. Um, you know, of course I am one, but I work with them at different levels. And, you know, sometimes the best salesperson does, and sometimes the best salesperson doesn't make a good manager or have the desire to manage. And so, you know, but, but I'll tell you this, if they do, this is a really good, uh, opportunity to hear from these individuals on maybe how you can take that next step, how you can set yourself up for that recognition and what you need to do. And then of course, you know, sometimes the money, you know, or the status and the leadership can come from that level and and remaining at that level. And I think that these individuals will surely be able to show you what it looks like to really have that freedom and not have the responsibility maybe of running a store or what have you, or maybe, you know, but, but they really, they're, they're doing some, them really some incredible things. And it's coming from the flexibility to of above from above, you know, there's, there's flexibility in these stores that were represented here. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, I, I mean, I don't know each individual's aspirations that'll be on the show today, but oftentimes we see that, you know, it's no secret that you can build an amazing career um, as an individual salesperson, you mentioned mm-hmm. like the Alleradas and the Frank Cronitties battling out for number one and two in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And you think about that, they would never take a management position. They just, yeah. you know, they have they have built a business that's their own. And right. um, each of these people, um, you know, obviously have that opportunity as well as the viewers. So, yeah. And, you know, and, and it's not that they're, you know, it's not that that's not they have been offered that I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, maybe even thinking, because you look at some of the, uh, some of the philosophies of the top down, you know, leadership philosophies. And, you know, sometimes we as leaders think that that, that might be the only way to promote somebody is up. And, and it's not necessarily the case. Individuals want not only financial freedom, but they do want to at some point be left alone and be trusted to work this process. And then maybe they could even become a leader. Like Frank does have individuals that work for him, but you know, it's, it's kind of like his own business inside of a business. And, sure. uh, you know, and so um, the freedom to grow that as my own, you know, area and business. And that takes a very special leader and it takes very special individuals. And I think there are more of them and there's, it's just one method and an, or one additional method in which somebody can grow a dealership and grow business inside of it. Because here's the reality, Frank is running his own business. Now he has to respect the fact that who he's working for has the manufacturer's backing and this franchise sure. there. So there's that's, that's that owner's store. But someone like Frank is saying, look, I'm going to work really, really hard inside this business, which is my business as well for you. Right. And we remember years ago when we had, I mean, way, way back before she's done a gazillion things more than she was doing, when Laura Madison was a long time ago yeah. with Toyota, if you remember, she had to change her handle on social media because she was uh, Laura, you know, Toyota girl or whatever she was. Laura. Yeah. And Toyota actually and they, was the initiative of that. And, and the funny thing is short-sighted. Uh, yeah. How, what, yeah. Short-sighted. Mm-hmm. But uh, gosh, what does it say about Laura Madison that she gets the attention of the yeah. Toyota, right? But think about it. She's not with Toyota anymore. So in right. my opinion, Toyota, because they weren't willing to embrace, you know, the, the, they didn't have the leadership capacity or, or the foresight to see, listen, this is kind of what we can use to build it. You yeah. know, so she, she stepped in it. So are we yeah. ready? Yeah. Are they Skype? Very in? cool. <clears throat> They're on Skype. Okay. Let's do it. So without further ado, and uh, we'll do, we'll, you know, as a customs, you and, and, and Brett, <laughs> uh, you know, always uh, throughout the first one, but we have William McCormick. William is a sales professional at Ball Toyota. 
of Charleston in Charleston, West Virginia. And then we have David Ortiz. And William is a 20-plus car a month uh, salesperson there. Uh, all Has been consistently, but in the last couple of months, we're going to talk to him about what he's been doing. We also have David Ortiz. David is 30 to 35 cars a month at Street Volkswagen in Amarillo, Texas. Come on, and, uh, Street. Uh, that's stronger than that's stronger than burnt cornbread, man. So we're going to go to Cribs. Thank you guys for coming on for our first segment. Yeah. So first of all, welcome. You know, it's funny. Uh, I'm going to my first question is going to be for William. And obviously, William, uh, you and I have been friends for a while, but I can't help but notice I'm looking on the screen. I see David Ortiz there in a moving car. So we appreciate you for j- jumping on in action. Right. So nothing better than that. So we'll come to you in just a moment. But William. He's uh, like, he's like, I'm going to sell a number 31 right here while right? we're on the show. I'm going to do it live right now. I'm going to show you how to do some business. Um, <laughs> you know, William, you know, one of the things I have to say, and, 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 you know, we've been friends for a long time. Um, uh, and I've probably never mentioned this to you, but you know, I think one of the things I see from you over the years is just the consistency, right? You were just consistently showing up, whether it's social media, the things, your strategies, the things that we're seeing and that you're doing and your branding, uh, you have never, you've never kind of taken your foot off the gas. So I want to maybe talk about that for a moment, what that's done for you. Oh, uh, if you're going to use that word, I've got a sales manager here that's worked with me longer than any of the other people here at this store. And he's, he's fond of a, of a quote that said, uh, consistency is the truest uh, level or truest measure of performance. So if you can keep that up, obviously, you know, you're, you're doing something right. I just try to find things that work and implement them into my processes. Mm. And so that's really all, all it takes is just building on it. Find more stuff that works and find multiple streams of it that, can, that will work. And you're going to have a book of business that grows. That, that's good. And let, let me just, Cripps can go to Dave uh, with, with a question to it. Just one thing back to you, William. I mean, you know, I had no idea what your question or your answer was going to be. So uh, hearing it, though, um, what I immediately picked up on is this, you know, we're kind of because we're kind of talking about, you know, leader, a leader. Well, that was weird. You guys just flipped places there. But um, the leader within you guys just one flipped up but so leader with a leader without necessarily the title or the uh, or or the position and what i heard was the, the answer as it came out of your mouth you're giving credit to a sales manager who's been with you and you've been with him for a lengthy period of time and let me ask you this man i mean it seems to me you're going to bat for him you know and and there's there must be some freedom or something going on there that allows you to be this 20 plus car person you know it, 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 it speak to that freedom you know that that not every manager has they don't understand they don't get speak to that to, to those that are listening i think sometimes it is you know and i've noticed this with people coming in in the management roles that you don't always have that trust ready yet now he and i have worked together my whole career here i mean 12 years at this store uh and the previous iteration obviously um but uh you know i think i think that's a lot to do with it you know when you don't have when you've got the trust in the other person to do their job and it's just like, you know, just edification is all it is. You know, I, I look at it like that, you know, network marketers are huge on this. You edify the person that you're turning over to, and then you just shut up. You let them do their job. You only interject where you need to, but you don't ever over talk them. I just let him do his thing. He lets me do mine. And we have a little conversation in the, in the process or we have little cues that we give each other when we're trying to work a deal to just make sure that um, we're on the same page with things. That's good. Yeah. So, Hey, thanks so much, William. And uh, we'll go to Dave Ortiz for the next question. And, and, and David, you know, uh, obviously you're at street uh, VW and, you know, we're very familiar with your store and it's a high volume VW store. And, you know, when we think about high volume stores, we typically, you know, top of head, top of mind comes, you know, Toyota, Ford, Chevy, uh, you know, Honda. And when you think of VW, think of it more of a niche product with lower volume stores. And you guys have have been able to pull off not only volume, but probably in what I would think would be an unlikely place, Amarillo, Texas. So maybe, you know, maybe tell us some things or give us some insight as to, you know, maybe why that is and what you feel maybe your dealership is doing and maybe, especially on an individual level for you, supporting you as a salesperson. Well, first, I mean, having a great owner i mean john luciano i mean the guy is phenomenal with what he does i mean with the sales staff with the management uh then being part of street you know we're owned by 
street Toyota also, and that car, that place pumps a ton of business out. You know, and it's also being in, active with the community. You know, I'm very active with the community, you know, support a lot, you know, what goes on here. And, and it's just, you know, just having the customer always, you know, now I'm having, I'm having, I had the uncles and the, the grandpas, and now I'm having their kids come in and buying vehicles off me. It's just, I'm staying in touch with them all the time and, and, and do so much with them. Yeah, that's one of the things we've seen from your store, by the way, is that community touch. And uh, it goes a long way. I know that one of the things that, that, you know, Street has done, and we've talked to John about this, the owner, is the the fact that, you know, they they kind of market themselves as a, a home for service for any car, not just Volkswagen, but they want, you know, every car to come in. Mm-hmm. They kind of make it more inviting there. And I think that there's a lot of community outreach. So uh, kudos to to John, and it speaks highly. You know, you know, it's kind of cool, Dave. It's like kind of um, when, 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 when you're a parent, right, mm-hmm. and your kids are saying good things about you, it really speaks to maybe who you are. And, yeah. and uh, I see that with salespeople and owners. When they talk about their owners and their management in a high esteem type of way, it's like you already know that there's some leadership and some character there. Absolutely. Well, we have time for one because we got multiple segments today. So I'm going to stick with Dave and then we'll get, yep. we'll go back to William for the last question in this segment. But wait, uh, Dave, you know, somebody that's watching right now, I mean, you're a 30, 35 car guy and that's impressive. I mean, of course, that's, that's something that takes time to get to, takes a process. Someone that's at 10 cars right now, right? They're, they're in this thing. They, you know, they're, they're making a little bit of money. You know, they, they, they've committed to the business. How do they go from 10 to 20 or how does someone go from 15 to 25 what's that next step of the average salesperson that is really trying to get to that next level what do you what advice would you give them you know at at the level of that 10 12 15 car salesperson well with me i live eat sleep volkswagen that's all i do I mean, it's, I mean, it's my career. This is what I chose to do. And, and it's just staying in touch with your customers, making sure that you're, you keep up with them, make, making sure that, you know, if, if they have a flat tire that they can call you to say, Hey, you know what? I'll be right over there. Let me take a card to you. Just, just stay in touch with them. The little things that helps out like today, I'm, that's where I'm coming back, delivering a vehicle to uh, a young lady that couldn't make it up to my office. And she was going to surprise her daughter. And I said, let me take it to you. And she was really not. Like, it's, it's half an hour away. You know, so I, I, I made that attempt. To, I mean, it's just the little things that people really look into it and, and, and just pushing your brand as much as you can. Mm, that's good stuff. Dave, share with us right now while you're in that car. Why are you in that car right now moving? Tell us what's happening. <laughs> Give us delivering a live a on the scene look. <laughs> delivering a car to a customer. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, it, it's, I never have a day off. And, and I love, I love doing what I do. I absolutely love doing this. And it's, it's, it's not a job. It's, it's. It's a career, and it's and I'm passionate about it, you know. And I'm glad that my owner is very passionate about it with it. My managers, you know, from the desk to the finance to our our porters to I mean everybody. I mean, we're very passionate here at Street Volkswagen, and and that's, that's a big big plus in my career. Thank you, Dave. William, you know what? I'm going to throw the same thing to you, man. How does somebody? You've been doing this a long time, and you know I know markets are different, but you know looking at it in general, somebody that wants to move. From a from a average level, from a level that is is I'm in it, to a level that you know what now I'm starting to really kind of become elite. What's the first step? The next step? Uh, I think you just got to basically have have love for your customers. And and my uh, the owner of the store he he uh, said to me at a meeting last week. He said, Willie, I think you probably love your customers more than anybody I've ever met. And he is. The truth of it is, is yes. And I'm, I try to make myself accessible to them because ultimately they're responsible for my paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know, they might be one sale today, but they're a referral next week or, you know, they're bringing in another family member, you know, a month down the road or whatever the case may be. So if I'm not there for them, if mm-hmm. I'm not able to provide that support to them, I shouldn't expect the same things in return. So since I do expect that, I also expect that I have to be there. I have to be able to provide all that stuff for my customers. When they call, if they've had an accident and they don't know what to do, they're panicking. I get that phone call. If uh, yesterday was my day off, I got calls to uh, rearrange service appointments. I did that for them. It's just those little, I came in to deliver a car yesterday on my day off. It's Mm -hmm. little things like that because I didn't want him to miss out on it. And it was the only one we had. And right now we're all facing vehicle shortages. So I had to make use of the time that I had. Mm -hmm. Just get in here and get it done and go home and uh, you know, live life. <laughs> That's 
That's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right. Well, you heard it there. Go home and live life. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Well, hey, uh, William and Dave, we can't thank you enough for being on. I mean, you guys are inspiring others, obviously, all over the country now. Uh, you're on the show uh, talking about what drives you and, and what the passions are. And thanks for thanks for your for sharing your input today. I'm, I'm sure it's going to mean a lot to those who are watching. Absolutely. William McCormick, uh, sales professional, Ball Toyota of Charleston, and Mr. David Ortiz, sales professional at Street VW. Gentlemen, thank you so much. I appreciate uh, you hanging out with us and giving us a little insight on, on how you've achieved your success. I, I just pray you guys have just wonderful success in the future. Talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I tell you what, man, you know, just keeping this thing going, Mike, if you're trying to text me, it's not going through, so I'm not sure. (laughs) Okay. So are we ready to roll forward? Okay. That's what he was trying to tell me. So we're about to to bring on our our second uh, uh, kind of session here, Mm -hmm. and and it's actually one individual who's an Internet sales uh, person, a one-person Internet sales department. Yeah. And, and the cool thing about the Internet department, Dave, we've had Now you this... know why she's by herself. <laughs> we wanted to give her the segment because of what she's doing. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's fantastic. <clears throat> I think so, especially when I can peek and kind of see the number that we're talking about here before we get into it. But, um, you know, one of the things that we often talk about is how the Internet department or business development department, whatever you want to call it or whatever your dealership names it, um, how it looks different at each store. It's the one department that looks a little bit different at each store. And uh, so that's kind of interesting in itself, uh, but it'll be really cool to- uh, Well, one little small thing about this, because I know you you can go go to her with this, and I'm not sure if you knew this, but uh, in prepping for the, uh, the show, Mike had mentioned that, that Randy, she went from running if I'm understanding a multiple person BDC to running this by herself and doing these numbers out of a division. So it's kind of a a hybrid type deal that they built there, but she's literally doing 45 to 55 cars herself right out of this one person individual uh, in the internet department. So, so without further ado, what if we bring on Randy Marie cash? She is the internet sales uh, professional at Bates Nissan and Colleen, Texas. And uh, we met Randy a couple years ago at Digital Dealer and uh, she uh, she's on with now. Thank you so much, Randy, for, for joining us and uh, hope you're doing great. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for bringing me on, you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Look, Randy's out live uh, as well. She's out on the lot getting it done. So I uh, appreciate you. That's actually, <laughs> hey, uh, that's really refreshing, by the way, because it's great scenery when you're out actually live on the lot. I mm-hmm. think it kind of elevates the whole show element. But uh uh, first of all, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, we just got to figure out how to get it all done, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, are you are you out there just to kind of be out of the way and have a cooler setting, or are you out there because you're also, are, are you working on a deal right now as we speak as well, or what's happening? Well, for me, I like to be really hands-on. So if a customer wants to see a vehicle, I like to go get a video walk around. I like to go get pictures so that they can see the vehicle firsthand because, you know, with the photography, they they understand that it's meant to look really good. And so I like to show them from my own cell phone what I'm seeing so that they understand what exactly, uh, you know, the condition of the vehicle is so that they trust it just a little bit more. You know, Randy, that's awesome. And, you know, so I want to kind of delve into this here for the few minutes that we have together. And and so you're doing some things that are unique because, you know, when we first met you and, you know, and you were with another group for a while and, you know, in another role in, in a more of a traditional style role, this is a little non-traditional from the standpoint that you were really doing something you're on your own, but yet you're, it seems like you're doing it creatively. So talk to us a little bit about that, you know, this, uh, you know, with, with video, with, um, you know, the ability to, to do this walk around and, and, and engage with this customer in this, using this medium, you know, and, and then of course, turning it into four, this isn't something small guys, 45 to 55 cars a month, single person internet department. So listen, if you're dealers, if you're here listening, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'd be breaking my, my, my arm to get a pen to write down or to type in what Randy's saying because this is effective. So, Randy, you know, tell us about that. What are you doing that you feel like maybe is out of the box compared to what maybe 90% of, you know, the dealerships are, are doing out there uh, today that's really successful for you? I think that versus it being out of the box, I think I'm just doing what maybe a lot of other people um, don't want to get up and do. So I think that's what sets me apart is 
you know, if somebody wants a video walk on, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to get out there in my stilettos. I'm going to walk the lot. And I'm going to go find the vehicle and I'm going to get the pictures versus waiting on a salesperson who might take a little bit longer just because they have other things to do. Um, I'm going to pay attention to the customer questions and I'm going to answer those as thoroughly as I possibly can and just go out of my way to give them this experience that they can have at the dealership, but they're getting it away from the dealership. And I just think that by doing what a lot of people won't do is definitely what sets me apart because I will go absolutely out of my way to give them the information that they need and to make them feel as comfortable as humanly possible. Doesn't it seem like it's a trend when you talk to successful people, you know, you hear you always you can't answer a question and you just got to got to come to the realization that it exists, that work ethic and and, you know, and doing something that others are unwilling to do always comes up. Yeah, it's funny because there, there's usually two reasons why someone's not experiencing success. It's either they really don't legitimately know maybe necessarily what to do or the most effective ways to do things because they haven't been, you know, that hasn't been shared with them in the right way, or they're just unwilling to get up and do everything, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll go back to uh, Randy and let's just give some credit to those in the business and say that they're willing to do the stuff, but maybe in a one-person show, right, especially a one-person show, um, they may not know really what to do. So uh, the first question I would have is, you know, uh, maybe is there any advice that you could share with someone who's in that position where maybe there's only one or two people and they're just kind of trying to figure it out on their own in the internet department, maybe a few words to them. And then also would it be, would it be good with you if we shared your information? Would you be willing to actually maybe answer some questions if someone later on wanted to reach out to you? Oh, absolutely. So if somebody hasn't done this before, which I have, I've been there. So my very first internet job, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, they told me to run a department and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think number one is read the lead. Notice what people are saying. Are they asking about a lease? Are they asking about a purchase? Do they want to know if this vehicle comes in black or if we have it on the lot? Do we, does it have a sunroof? What are some of the packages that come on it? Um, do we deliver? I think the main thing is to really pay attention to what the customers are saying in those comments and to make sure that you're acknowledging them. Um, I don't really feel like, you know, the first person on the phone is who gets the deal. I think it's whoever delivers the first quality response that's actually, that's actually of quality. Um, so I would say that that's the best thing that somebody could do if they're just starting out in internet is really just pay attention to what the customer is asking. That's good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, Randy, you know what? We appreciate you. Did you, were you saying something else, Randy? Oh no, I was just saying absolutely. And it's really funny, David. And because a a lot of what I've learned comes from you guys and from Joe, Um, I've followed you guys for a very long time and, I, I honestly think that y'all collectively have made me better at what I do for a living. Um, so it's really funny that my advice really comes from what y'all are teaching. I've just put it in to practice and I have, um, think I've, I've watched it succeed single handedly. Uh, that's awesome. That's so great. Thank you thank so, thank you much, so for much, Randy. <laughs> Randy. And, and, and how do others reach out to you, Randy? Uh, they can reach me at Randy at BatesNissan.com. Um, I mean, I can also give my cell phone out there if I just want to link it. I can do that as well. But I'm more than happy to answer anybody's questions, however they would like to contact me, whether it's calling, texting, email me. Um, I'm, I'm happy to answer questions either which way. Awesome. Awesome. Thank Randy, you so much, Randy. Thank you so much, Randy. And it's Randy Marie Cash. An awesome job. Thank you so much. I hope you close out strong. I'm sure you are and you will. So we'll talk to you soon. Yes. Thank you so much, you guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, Dave, talking to Randy and, and uh, you know, going back to Dave and William, but David said something that's interesting that I picked up on, too. And, and I want to I want to as we're flipping over to the third segment, by the way, we're coming. Uh, we're, we're talking about uh, the shows on the blacktop or from the blacktop. Right. right? And uh, we've had great guests on so far. It's going to be two more segments here in the next uh, 20 minutes that we're going to uh, get to. But um as we're bringing on our next guest, two things, one that Randy said and David said specifically, no, they know their product. 
you know, David said, I eat, sleep, and drink Volkswagen. But then Randy, what she really said was reading the lead. When I heard her say was, sometimes you can miss that because, oh, I heard the word lead. Oh, they're, not, they're not a lead. What she's a hashtag, by the way, read the lead. Yes. But what she's talking about, though, is she, what she said was, what are they looking for? She's reading what they're looking for, what, you know, mm -hmm. what they're searching for, what they're interested in, yeah. what they're saying. And she knows her product. It came yeah. across. And, and so, you know, obviously doing what others are unwilling to do. But I think one of the things that it might be missing from the amateur to the professional, that's really what we're doing. We're talking to professionals. Mm -hmm. they've, they've crossed that border uh, from becoming amateurs to professional that they know their product. They know what they're selling. And, um, and, I, and, I, and I like that. that. That fires me up. Yeah, it does. And it also, obviously, that, that breeds confidence in your presentation as well, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go to our third uh, segment here. We've got an amazing uh, salesperson, Christian Sanchez, 15 mm -hmm. to 20 car a month, right? So we know uh, many, Dave, are kind of in in that realm or close to that mm -hmm. realm. And uh, we're going to talk. Okay, Christian, Christian's not on yet, so we'll kind of keep going here. Okay. So, you know, one of the things I'm gonna, I want to share, Dave, is when we talk about reading the lead, right? Mm -hmm. I loved when, when uh, Randy said that, read the lead. And she talked about reading the lead, meaning, you know, really look, as you, as you brought up as well, just listening and looking for those things that will give you intel on what, what's really important for the customer. Um, but one of the things that, um, and I'll, I'll end this point and we'll go because I think our guest is ready, but one of the things we often miss in that interview and qualify pro process with the mm -hmm. customer is we have the questions that, that we've designed to ask to hopefully get the right intel and move the deal forward in the right direction. Mm -hmm. um, and we listen, but one of the things we often don't talk about is observing, like yeah. uh, really observing your client or your customer and how they're responding and, and just being able to look at uh, and feel those cues that you feel one-on-one -on -one yep. oftentimes when they come to the store and things like that. So uh, I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. I could spend more time on that, but let's go ahead and go since we have our guest on. Uh, Christian Sanchez, 15 to 20 cars a month here at Moss Nissan in Newport Ritchie, right down the road from us. Just an amazing store, a pilot store for the Nissan 2.0 program. Uh, welcome to the show, Christian. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Mike. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. So, Christian, you know, it's a funny thing because, uh, you know, uh, the guests that we've had on so far, you know, you can obviously tell uh, they, they've had some, some milestones, some accomplishments. They've been in the business for a while. And uh, one of them mentioned eating, breathing, and living, you know, Volkswagen. And, um, <laughs> and we kind of danced around the idea of falling in love with the business, right? And uh, I think so many people, when you hear their story, even those who own stores and have been general managers and whatnot, they, when they talk about when they first got in the business, right, it was like, I'm going to get in this business um, until I find whatever else is the next thing, right? It's a good way for me to make some money until I actually go to my real job. So I'm going to just ask you, Christian, how long did it take for you to figure out that this is the real deal? So funny that you asked that question because I never saw myself selling cars. Um when I started here, and I've been here for almost four years now with uh, David Moss, and I started here as a lot porter. So I was moving cars around, you know, never in a lifetime I pictured myself actually selling cars. Hmm. And from being a lot porter, um, I got transferred to the inventory department, and I did re really well. And But, you know, I was by myself in an office, um, taking inventory, talking to reps from Nissan, and I got, I was, I wasn't happy, I guess you can say that, and so I asked David, uh, David Monsignor, I saw him one day, and I had a conversation with him, and I asked him, hey, what can I do to be able to help people? I, I have a an awesome personality and I would love to help people. You know, I, I've been making people smile for 24 years. <laughs> so, and he was like, start selling cars. And I was like, I don't have any experience. How can I do that? He was like, don't worry, we'll train you. And I've been selling cars now for about two years. And honestly, probably the best job I ever had so far in working for David um, and David Musk Jr., best bosses I ever had. I, I I wouldn't see myself at another dealership, and I've progressed since I've been selling cars. 
now I'm in the internet department and soon to be, you know, one of the next managers on the sales floor. Well, <clears throat> thank you, Christian, okay. for coming on, brother. I, uh, you know, man, I got to tell you that um, I, I love this, not knowing your story, you know, um, but, you know, we asked David Moss um, uh, for someone and he recommended you. So this is pretty cool. Ooh. David Moss Jr. I'm not sure if you know that or not. He told us you know, to have you on. And, uh, so that shows you, I know him very well. He's a good friend of mine. He's been to our office yeah. and, um, you know, I met a lot of your people. There's a lot of good people there. And, you know, he said, um, you know, he must think highly of you. And I, and I know why now, cause I'm listening to you and people that are listening right now, you know, there's a couple of ways to do this. I mean, you had William McCormick on that. I said, I've been doing this for you know a long time and, you know, the same store and, you know, but I'm listening to someone like you that never knew, you know, this is not something that I knew I was going to do or that I could do. And it's not that you're right. sitting here talking about the closes or the road to the sale or what I need to do. Or you're, you're talking about the fact that, you know what, I mean, I just smile and I like people. And, you know, it's just, you know, I, I you know, you're just doing your thing, man. And you're selling 20 cars mm -hmm. a month and you've only been doing it a couple of years. So you're going to be somebody that is that's just you're just scratching the surface, man. And this is what it's all about. So anyone out there that wants to know if you can do it. You know, I mean, and you don't, and you don't think you're qualified. You know, I just listen to Christian a little bit because Christian, I, you said it yourself. You didn't think that you were, you were gonna, you that you could do this, and here you are, man. Yeah. You know, your owner, your owner, here I am. your GM's recommending you to come on the show, and I know why, man. Because look, I can tell this guy's you're contagious, brother. I love it. <laughs> And, uh, Appreciate that. Yeah, in fact, we got some other intel uh, on you, Christian. A little, little down low intel, but it's good news. We hear that you have a perfect okay. CSI score. So, um, you know what you just mentioned about your passion and loving people and talking with people—that's uh, huge. And I know it's also huge. Probably one of the reasons that, that David recommended you to come on the show is it's really important for an owner to, you know, the owner has two products, right? They have the car outside and then they have their people who are representing and, mm -hmm. and that's a, even mm -hmm. the most important product. So um, I, I know that's probably one of the reasons that he recommended you and he gave you that opportunity, uh, you know, in the first place. But um, so, you know, it, I, I'm gonna kind of open it up to you for a moment because we talked about, you know, um, you know, figuring out, uh, you know, the love for the for the job. But I'm going to give you just a moment. Is there anything on your heart that you would share, maybe encourage some others that are in your position, uh, whether they're just starting out or maybe they need to get on, you know, get that fire back in there? Uh, is there anything you want to share uh, now that you have the floor? Um, so I have a lot of guys here that um, they ask me, Christian, how do you do this or how do you do that? And you know, not not every customer is gonna be um, an easy customer. Um, actually, I have uh, Mr. David Moss Jr. right here. <laughs> 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 What's up, man? Hey, David, I want one of those masks, man. Come on, I you gotta send me one of those masks, oh, brother. Hold on, one second. All right. right. Is it bad for Corona? If I put your no, no, <laughs> not bad. You gotta send me one of those masks, brother. I want one of those masks, a David Moss mask. I want one of those moss masks. Those are cool. That's awesome, brother. <laughs> Love it. Hey, David, we were just asking him, we were just telling him that, you know, uh, we could see why, you know, that he's he's a guy that's up and coming and doing doing the real deal. His personality is contagious. He's just a genuine dude. I mean, is that it? Is that that's why his that's why he's on his way, right? I mean, he's just a He's on his way, man. I'm proud of this kid. I watched him from a lot porter here. I kept telling him, bro, you were too good of a person. You you got such a good personality. Why aren't you selling cars? It took me like what six, eight months to close you on. Probably <laughs> finally coming. I mean, I had to. I was courting him. I was taking him to the basketball court. Man, David's a, you're a pretty good closer too, Dave. You're a pretty good closer too, man. Six I, I months. Am. One of the best. <laughs> it took me a while. Took him scalloping. Taught him how to swim. Taught him how to shuck a scallop. Scallops. Uh, we had, we had some good times. My big That's brother. Awesome. Awesome. Big brother. Uh, very cool. <laughs> Man, I'm proud of him. He's doing a great job. He's an up and coming. You got to be on the lookout for this man right here. Awesome. Well, you thank go. you so much for stopping by, man. I want yeah. one of those masks. Yeah, man. <laughs> he, he commandeered my office over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. There you go. You just heard it from the head coach. <laughs> thank you, David. Right. Thanks, Moss. Thank you, David. Yeah, I just heard it from the head coach himself, right? He's got to start people out there. Hey, uh, we want to thank you, Christian. Thank you for coming on today. I know that uh, you're inspiring others, and uh, we're going to move to our next segment. We want just want to thank you for coming on. Yeah, man. 
Awesome. Hey, um, and again, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity, and um, God bless, man. You too, brother. We'll, hey, so we'll, be, we'll be following you, man. We, we can't wait to see the big things you're going to be doing. Congratulations. Stay tuned. <laughs> yes, sir. There we we will. Awesome, man. That's awesome. That, that gave me some chills, man, seeing that, you know, uh, seeing uh, Dave Moss Jr. come in there. And you know what? He's a leader. We, we spent time Who does with that, him. by the way? Nah, I mean, nah, who no. does that? Nah. What, what, what owner walks in and, and says to the lot porter, man, I see something in you, and now – uh, taking him scalloping. Taking I, I'm him pretty sure that Christian games, closed him because Christian right? Christian realized, hey, how much scalloping and seafood? How much how much fun can I get out of this before <laughs> right, I say yes? Right. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm almost ready. Yeah, I'm almost ready. <laughs> you got one more fishing trip in you? <laughs> That's awesome, That's awesome man. Well, um, you know, so we're, we got one more segment here. Yep. She doesn't want to go anywhere. This is going to be pretty cool uh, as we get ready to bring them on, Dave. This is like so. This is we reached out to Jeff Taylor. And Jeff is a, a sales professional at South County uh, Chrysler Dodge Jeep in St. Louis. And, you know, mm-hmm. he is part of a team with a BDC manager there, uh, Mike Chorba, which Mike has been, I believe, uh, uh, on the show before. I, I know their uh, general manager, Alan Massigal. We've done some business with him in the past. But anyway, great group, very strong. But they they do some things together. Kind of a they're kind of a team a here. Tandem. And so he said, "Man, can I can I come on? Can I bring Mike on with me?" And uh, oh, cool. and so we're going to be talking to the two of them here in just a minute when we get them on. But um, and this will be our last segment. But these guys, uh, Jeff's doing twenty plus cars. Yeah, what a great way to end, right? And yeah. uh, what do you think so far? Okay, I think I think it's I think it's cool. In fact, I have a very very interesting question for Jeff and Mike as they <laughs> come on. I think they're on the line now. So hey, welcome Jeff Taylor and Mike Chorba. How are you guys? Great. Thank you for having us back. Uh, it's, a, it's actually been almost one year to the day since the last time we were on the show. So we do uh, appreciate you having us back on. Wow. Yeah, very cool. I recognize pleasure, I recognize the faces. Hey, uh, so, you know, one of the cool things, there's a couple of cool things going on here, Dave. One is that, you know, if you follow anything with Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram right mm-hmm. now, they have got some of the hottest products on the market man do they have something to wave a flag about yep um so i know you guys you know are leveraging all of that but the other thing that we talk about time and time again on shows is how to create the synergy between the sales department and the internet and bdc because that that seems to be a struggle in a lot of stores so let's just focus on that for a moment i think that's probably the best value we could bring our audience right now so so uh you know i'm not sure who wants to go first jeff or mike but let's talk about that synergy it's good why don't you take it, Mike? Yeah, so I think it's super important. I mean, in here, and having those open lines of, of communication is absolutely crucial, but having a team that's that's educated on both sides, right? Like my BDC agents, the the three ladies that I have that, that run our BDC with me, I mean, they could walk onto the sales floor in a heartbeat and talk to a customer about a car. Um, I mean, when our guys are bogged down because we have been busy. I mean, our store has been busier than we have ever been the last four months. And they had to really educate themselves on the product because they had to go in a lot deeper on that. So, you know, I feel confident that they can talk to a customer. They can basically walk a deal from beginning to end if they want to. Um, you know, fortunately, we've got a strong sales team. We've got a big sales team now, so we don't have to do that. But we made sure that on our side, we were teeing the customer up, giving them all the right information, not misinforming anybody. So when the sales guys get them, it's just so smooth. I mean, it's mm-hmm. butter smooth. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome, Mike. And you know what? Again, it's another person bringing up product and the importance of that. And you know, Jeff, let me ask you this, man. I mean, it's 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 really it's really a, a mandatory right in this particular season that you that you know your product and know what you're talking about. I mean, it's 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 really I think that. The first thing to go in this industry were the individuals that really didn't care about it enough maybe to, to get into what what their product really offered. And so, you know, it's just forced us all to be tighter. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it, that was one of the first things that I actually ever did in the car business. Um, um, my general manager or general sales manager, uh, he actually started out as the desk manager, first person that hired me into the business. And that was over six years ago. Um, still with me today. First thing he ever did was tell me, he's like, Jeff, this is what I did. I built flashcards. I, you know, studied every single night. I had my wife sit across from me and we would go over different things like that. And, and it was one of those things where I knew that going into this, that how important product knowledge is. So it's, it's easier to change where the customer wants to go. You, you were able to listen to the customer, you know, exactly what they're looking for. Um, and you don't necessarily have to move them up to the trend next trim model, which might actually blow them out of their payment goal. So it, it, it's so important to know your product 
in every step of the game to know exactly how much uh, the price of the car is going to be versus how much the customer is willing to be on payment and you know what they're looking for and you can always modify the car i actually do a, something else for the, the dealership where i do the accessories for the dealership so i've helped a lot of these guys even still with this where it's just you can always accessorize a car to get it to where the customer wants it you know but knowing your product knowing what you got is so important absolutely Mm, that's good. Hey, let's go back real quick to that accessory um, uh, deal because you know, uh, you know, there are dealers that have found a lot of additional revenue uh, from that department, and 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 uh, I believe it was was it uh, it was Mike that was chiming in on that. Um, Mike, tell us a little bit how that works for you know what's the incentive for you and the salesperson, and kind of how does that work? Is that an, an after uh, you know before they go into F and I? What what does that look like for the accessory, and maybe what can a dealer take away from that? Yeah, so that's actually Jeff. I'm I'm oh, going to okay, defer that over to him. He yeah. he handles all of that for the store. Gotcha. All right, Jeff, uh, go ahead. Actually, so yeah, so the incentive for the salesperson is, is we actually run through Reynolds and Reynolds, which allows us to have uh, add-on accessories. Add-on accessories is a great program. They start it off where you can tell it what you want to have in it, um, and you can modify the product. You can put what you want in there. You can add your own pictures, descriptions, pricing, and everything like that. As a matter of fact, the way that we pay our salespeople is it's 10% of the overall retail, meaning that, say, for instance, if the customer is getting a lift kit that includes the retail price of, you know, the lift kit itself plus the labor, and then the customer gets paid 10% off of that, you know, so uh, it, it can actually work out to be some pretty big numbers. I usually recommend for most of my salespeople uh, to try to hit around $300 per car. And by doing that, you know, $300 per car puts them at 30, you know, 30 bucks per car. But say, for instance, you sell 10 cars, you're at, you know, you're, you're at 300 bucks or, you know, it, it, so on and so forth. So, I mean, like you're always making ways to make more money by selling accessories. A lot of times window tent, super easy floor mats, super easy. And both of those together typically are going to run about 300 bucks, you know, so we do definitely do pay the salespeople really well um, off of that retail. That's awesome. Mike, let me go. Let me ask you a question here and kind of wrap this segment up. But I mean, you know, we had a Randy uh, Mart uh, cash on uh, she was uh, she's a one man one woman internet uh, department and she was talking about reading the lead you know and I want to maybe ask you your opinion of that as well because in this day and age again we're talking about what kind of the reason of having you all of you guys on is you you're not only successful but you're experiencing growth you guys talked about breaking records like never before over the last few months I mean in doing things you know at a, at a higher level so how important is it to to read that lead to understand what that customer is saying in with your BDC team and, uh, you know, and, and how, how you handle that, you know, at, at, as the first touch, so to speak, right now? Yeah, I, I mean, that's everything, right? I mean, typically in your initial lead, a customer is going to tell you how to sell them a car. They're going to tell you just about everything you need to know to sell them a vehicle, right? They're going to tell you how to find them the right car. It's all going to be there. So it's one of those things where while I talk about how we've been busier than we've ever been, we've been more thorough than we've ever been because mm -hmm. the lead volume is there, but it's making sure you capitalize on it, right? A lot of people are still hesitant to come out. Now, while we're offering a worry less delivery program where we're going to people's homes, going to their jobs and I mean, doing everything virtual, there's no human to human interaction at all that's great and again you're going to see a lot of that in the leads we've done quite a few of those mm -hmm. and people will tell you i need a new car but i don't want to come into the dealership if you miss that and just keep asking them to come in eventually they're going to stop responding we're in an area where there's 10 other cdjr stores right mm -hmm. so it's all about setting ourselves apart and that's why i think we've hit the numbers we are because reading that lead and knowing exactly what that customer wants. How do we achieve their goals, get them the right car and meet all their expectations and then go above and beyond that? That's that's what we're here to do. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where while you're busy and you wanna to get to that customer, you definitely wanna be the first one to get to that customer. Slow yourself down, make sure you're reading everything, make sure you know, you gotta have that game plan going into that, that first email, that first phone call, that first text message, right? You just if you aren't convinced on what you're going to tell that customer when you call them, how are you going to convince them to buy a car from you? Right. Strong. So making sure you know what you're doing, how you're heading into things. That's vital now, I think, more than ever. Good stuff, man. Great words. Yeah, that's awesome. Gentlemen, thank you so much, man. Uh, great, great uh, team. Uh, is Alan, uh, is Alan the guy you were talking about, Jeff? 
Uh, it's actually uh, Mike, the general sales manager. Alan came on a couple of years ago, but phenomenal, phenomenal general manager. Um, you were actually mentioning earlier about like a dealers, uh, you know, owners and GMs allowing their salespeople to have the freedom to do different things. Mm -hmm. um, and Alan's definitely supported that along the way. Um, you know, we've done a lot of different things, like we mentioned the last show, where we do customer appreciation days, we do trunk or treats, we do charity events, we get out into the community, and he's always given us the freedom and and the backing to always do that. So yeah, phenomenal. Phenomenal gentleman. Yeah, he's a very good guy. I don't it's know if he does this to you guys, but tell tell Alan, by the way, I said, hey, tell him David Villa said hi. But when we were doing some business before, he would text me like late, right? Because you guys are, what, an hour or two behind. And he would always text like, uh, what do you call them? Gifts or gifts? I don't know which, what do you call them? What are <laughs> yeah, the order? Gifts. Gifts. Like it would gifts. be like, you know, out of the blue, he'd send like, you know, hey, I just signed this deal, your deal back. And all of a sudden he'd send like, pow, you know. And it was like, I like I never had a general manager do that, you know. I thought it was pretty cool. And uh, I told my wife, I'm laying there like at 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, man, he, this guy just sent me a, a a, like mic drop you know uh, <laughs> it was, that's that's just cool man that just shows you the kind of guy he is so but hey awesome you guys are amazing man thank you so much i love what you're doing i can see why you guys are killing it um just great job i'd love to have you guys back on soon and and i hope you guys close strong well definitely reach out to us thank you so much all thank right guys you. thank you thanks, thanks guys thank you <clears throat> i love it man you know what i felt like uh you, you <clears throat> i felt like this interesting i felt a lot of different answers than we've than we've had in the past. Like you're mm -hmm. seeing some, it, it wasn't just people that are doing a good job. I mean, these people really have tuned in on some things. Yeah. Did you capture that? Like, yeah, in, yeah. I, and, and you know, I, I think Dave, the business is evolving to a place where salespeople, especially those who look at this as a real opportunity and career, I just think they understand more about not only what the job is, but how to perform it. I really do. And I, I think there's so much more. There's so many more resources in today's world for them. And I think they're figuring out how to own that. Yeah. Awesome so. stuff, man. Well, hey, great show. Uh, Brett, we missed him. And Brett uh, is on a plane right now. So we we will uh, make sure you shout out to him and uh, let him know you missed him. Hey, don't forget, coming up, what's really cool, <clears throat> we mentioned this last week. We're going to be heavily advertising uh, and, uh, and giving tickets away. Mike, do we have the ability to do that now or should we wait till next week? Next week. Next week. All right. So you heard it right there from our producer. Next week, we will be giving away tickets to the virtual digital dealer conference. Cool. And uh, it's October um, 6th and 7th, and it is coming up. I will be emceeing this conference. I'm really looking forward to this. I'll be emceeing, doing the Q&A for all the keynotes virtually, um, live, but virtually. Um, we are doing, for the first time ever, we always have been on the floor there, which is a really cool experience. Mm -hmm. But since it's virtual, we're going to be doing a live show, um, and Digital Dealers broadcasting it as a uh, first day keynote at the end of the day, our show. So it's going to be on the virtual platform in addition to our platform. So we're going to be pushing it out to dealers all over the nation. And uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, we'd like to uh, offer the ability for a guest to come on. If you'd like to be a guest for that show, we're, we're taking, uh, we're taking requests on that. Now we're going to be having a really cool different type show, but uh, so make sure if you're not uh, registered, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you know what, it's, it's time to really we're going to be having some of these discussions with like some of the dealers we just had, or salespeople we had, where we're going to be talking about some cutting edge right now stuff. Because here's the deal: yesterday's and last year's stuff won't work right now. It's it's a it's a new day. It is. And um and we're going to be talking about the cutting edge aspect of that. And again, I'm going to be seeing that. So we're really uh, grateful for that. So stay tuned next week. We're going to give away. Let's give away five tickets next week. Um, and so next week nice. we're going to give away five tickets to uh, the digital dealer conference and we also will be having links available uh as well where you can register uh as well so hey look forward to it man thank you dude i'd love to have you you know stop in as often as possible man. absolutely brother how many miss cribs awesome job and uh we, we finished early yeah we did it made it on time it's a great show good job man appreciate you guys appreciate you see you next week <laughs>